Friday, October 28th. Fear comes to Fort McMurray. YMM Podcast and Sound Obsessions presents... Phil Fear. A Grindhouse Double Presentation. Stephen King, George A. Romero, Creepshow. Coming soon. Jolting Tales of Horror. Creepshow. From the author of Carrie, The Shining, and Cujo. And the creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. You'll scream at ghastly ghouls. Cringe at weird kids. And shiver at the doings of evil doctors. This is going to be extremely Painful, Mr. Verrill. Creepshow will grab you, grow on you, and give you the creeps. No, this is going to be an entirely new experience. Creepshow. The most fun you'll ever have being scared. And at Film Fear, Fort McMurray will finally run Red. Red State, an unlikely thriller from Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, fat guy that got thrown off the plane. I got a new movie. It's called Red State, man. This ain't a comedy like Clerks and Mallrats. This is a horror movie like Jersey Girl. We are coming, family. Good evening. Good evening, Grandpa. Rampant fornication, adultery, abortion, flagrant sexuality in every corner of media, movies, TV, etc. Schools, malls, books, clothes, toys, music, everywhere. Everywhere. I hate the wickedness of America. And all the sin worshippers who populated. Also featuring costume contests, horror movie shorts from local artists, fun games, prizes, and much, much more. Admission is free with a donation to the Fort McMurray Food Bank. Film Fear, October 28th, Keanu Recital Theater at 7pm. Be there to be scared. For more on Film Fear, listen to Totsky and Tito on the YMM Podcast, or check out our events page at ymmpodcast.com. Gonna get grown up in here. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast, and as always, I'm Todsky. I'm Tito. Welcome, sir. Hello, hello. Just as we were talking, it seems like a lot, a lot of shit goes down. But Fair enough. Like Speaking of shit that's been going down like for the last two weeks, we got a new premiere. All right. Well, no, we don't. Yes, we do. I thought she was the, the leader of the minority now. No, she's the leader of the PC party, which is the majority, so thus, premiere. So Redford. Steve, Steve, uh, Stephen Harper isn't premiere anymore? That's Canada. I'm talking about fucking Premier, but oh, Premier, sorry, Alberta. Sorry. Brain fart. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Jack Layton died months ago, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jack Layton's with, dead. With that said, though, we don't have an opposition. Empathize. We don't. Have, well, it's funny you bring up empathy because I never heard that word more than I heard it today. But I'll, I'll bring up on that in a second. Um, we don't have an opposition leader yet. The NDP hasn't chosen a leader. I think that's in the new year, it's like January, February. But right. we have a new premier. Ed Stomach is gone, and we now have Allison Redford. Which I have no idea who it is. Yeah, there's been a lot of. I, I noticed there was a lot of strong feelings about that. It's well, like female uh, premiere. Well, no, I felt a lot of like the Twitter was going apeshit for it. Why can't we just it? agree to be co-people? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something that I don't get. Was why didn't the uh, PC party hype this up? Like, because apparently you could have went. We're the politically correct party now. <laughs> well, no, like why couldn't they hype it up as we're also this, progressive conservatives? This vote is for your next premier. They never mentioned that once. It was always leadership race. Well, here's the thing: like the smart is, person should have. It is attention. the responsibility of the citizen to be involved in politics, not the you know. Yeah, politicians will get away with what they what they can. But you want to dumb it down, like no, because what they're bitching about was they're bitching about the turnout, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, I don't understand why the turnout was so low. I do. Why? Because they didn't fucking say it. If they would have put it in black and white, this is the vote for I your next premier. No, they didn't. They always kept calling it leadership PC leadership race. And now but the was PC the, was the was in control, weren't they? Yes, but I don't understand citizen, how much more black and white has citizen because you got to put two and two together, and people don't put two and two together. <laughs> so wait, wait, did you want the vote to be like one red and one blue? <laughs> it's like little <laughs> pegs of a blue circular peg and a red rectangular peg. And I'm you're just like, saying, put the proper peg in the hole. <laughs> you're like I'm red, <laughs> red triangle. <laughs> Try to put it in the circle. I'm just spot. saying. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. No, I'm just saying the, <laughs> the public. Oh, <laughs> uh, that concludes. I'm say you that's been- this week on the way podcast. <laughs> Todd wanted the red <laughs> triangle or rectangle. Um, Shut up and listen to me for a second. Let me finish. <laughs> the public is very fucking stupid. You keep laughing when I'm pointing at the invisible thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just when you're pointing at the wall and like, picturing you with the fucking square peg. Okay, right. well, I'm gonna point at the wall. Right. The public is very stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, the public is stupid. <laughs> Obviously, the public is incredibly dumb. They didn't put two and two together. What if it was just simple apathy, though? Well, it's just they didn't care. It's the reason of the last. The, the reason for the last election is, oh, Stephen Harper won the government again, and everyone's like, oh, that's not fair because not enough enough people showed out, and it's just simple. People didn't want to come vote. They, well, either they didn't want to, or they couldn't be bothered. That's I mean, true. Like I didn't vote. I don't know why I fucking made. You didn't big... vote. I voted, dude. I'm talking about the premier fucking leadership race. You didn't vote for that. No, but what I'm talking about the, when the prime minister voted. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I voted for that. Yeah, so but why why would you be... That's like voting for Hold mayor. on. If you've seen a fucking thing in the paper that instead of saying PC leadership race, I'm not involved in a political... I don't pick a, polit- a particular political party to follow mm. only until election time, right? Mm. So if you see an ad in the paper that says PC leadership race, oh, fucking they're voting for a new leader. Don't care. 
Mm-hmm. If you see a headline that says new premier election coming up, you're going to start focusing on it because that's what people do. You should care, though. I mean, the thing is... I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just say they advertised it fucking wrong. They would have had... I, I guarantee it. I will fucking throw down a thousand bucks to anyone that... Well, there's no way in hell you can prove me wrong. So I know, I know there was a few people that did. The people that really follow this shit. And you're, people that care about their government. Oh, fuck off. It's not that. Like, I do care for my government, too, but I don't care about a particular party. I care about who I'm voting but for. But they're all about the... It, 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 like, it, you should be concerned because that's but how... Why didn't you vote, Tito? What? Why didn't you vote? Oh, because I honestly, I, I was apathetic towards it. Like, I don't care who the PC leader is. As but long as the PC party's in control. Really? You think party guidelines is still dominant? Well, yeah, the leader the leader follows the mandates of what the uh, of what the party dictates. Yeah, but the fucking party changes so well. Like, they're only they're, they're, their mandates is only going to change whoever the public wants. Like, liberal party isn't going to. Yeah, that's have how s- politics works. That's how government works. I'm just saying, like <laughs> they just do what the people want. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you put the fucking red peg in the red triangle. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Uh, all I'm saying is like if if you're if you if you feel left out, it, maybe that's kind of a wake up call to be more interested the next time around when something like that is announced. Nah, I, mean, I still say politics. they should have fucking advertised it better. Well, I, I don't see how it's the responsibility. Like, I mean, the thing is, you're the, you're the interested party, not them. Like, they're just they're like, oh yeah, we're having. Yeah, well, okay. Well, let's take the context into a movie. Okay. Like you, you make a movie or blind vote or a fucking starring Todd. <laughs> Like just make a movie and you're just like, well, the movie's good enough. People will people will come to us, but no one knows about the movie. You gotta fucking you gotta you gotta exploit the movie. You gotta promote the movie. Same thing with the podcast. Is we this, have you, very like, little listenership whoa, 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 whoa. now. I, I think you're making a bad analogy though, because like politics is not meant to be there for entertainment. That's a function. But no, but it's that's m- that's like that's this is more the proper analogy would be like your services for your electricity change so that you get charged more each month, right? You're going to fucking pay attention when they, you get that notice that says, hey, um, uh, so-and-so, uh, I don't know, There's there's been a new installation of a new generator down blah, blah, blah street, uh, which is going to affect your services. Oh, well, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, well, maybe you should find out. Maybe that that means that you're going to end up paying more for your electricity. I kind of like my analogy better. Why? The purpose of a movie is to have people see it. The purpose of a leader is to have people see you lead and and be engulfed and, and agree with what you're doing to with the people. You need to be known. Nah, well, I just I, you well, don't think. Well, no, you should be known. Yes, but yeah, but in order to get known, you got to get out with the people. You got to you got to make yourself known. So you think what they should have? Um, uh, I guarantee, I'm just saying. I guarantee you, there would have been a campaign. They should have, which they did. They did campaign, but they campaigned under a title that people snuffed off. They campaigned under PC leadership <laughs> race. <laughs> Too many words in the title, Todd. You're being such a fucking ass. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I'm just I saying knew about it. If I they mean, put, I don't if, know if, how much simpler if they, they put. To make fucking, it. I don't know why I'm arguing this point. I'll I knew about it. I still didn't vote either, right? Well, no, because I don't give a shit about who the leaders of the party is. But if they put, then why does it bother you that they worded it a certain way? Because I know they because they kept bitching about turnout. And I know what they could have done to d- increase the turnout. Okay, so you're saying they should have they should they should have said like American it. politics. Really, yeah, American politics? Holy shit, man! They they have to put a cap on campaigns. That's no, how that's bad true. it is. No, yeah, yeah. Well, they do that in Canada too, but like Obama spending all that money to get TV time. <laughs> yeah, but no, all they had to do was say uh, premier election, mm. vote for your next premier, and I think people would have fucking flocked flocked to the polls more so. 
Like I said, it's kind of weird how I'm arguing the point because well, I, mean, I knew about it and still never voted. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but I, I'm not part of the fucking well, wait, party. I, I was going to say, I don't think they would have flocked. I mean, look at the last uh, prime minister election. Right? Yeah. But what happened to the last... Well, it's funny because she's just an interim premier because we're going to have like another election next... A, a provincial election next fall. Oh, so she's or, like the steward of Gondor then. <laughs> yeah, but for all you Lord of the Rings but fans. He was in, was, but uh, he was in power for fucking like 10 years, wasn't he? A while. Yeah. And then he set himself on fire. And threw himself <laughs> off a cliff or off the fucking. Anyway, town. um, uh, so we got a, we got a first female fucking premier, which is pretty big news. Yeah, that's great. Some which I don't see why. Well, who, guy or girl who gives a shit what sex they are, as long as they do the right job. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, that's what's interesting is because like there's all that talk about having a female president in the states now because like we're getting into the campaign trail there too, and it's just like uh, is Hillary cr- going for it or what? Well, sh- no, I think it'll probably be Sarah Palin. I think Palin. I heard she. She, like just lately, I think that she's she's kiboshed. Is that? I think so. Oh, yeah. I don't. I didn't hear that. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be interesting if she. did. Well, yeah, because the U.S. one. It's funny how we talk about. Al- we kind of question each other on the Alberta campaign, but we both know about the U.S. one. That's just the kind of sphere of influence that the Americans have always had, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, the leader they, of the free world. I, uh, there's 100 percent truth to it, in my opinion. Yeah, his decisions do affect Canada. So, yeah. well, or every, everyone, right? Yeah. Um, but that one's coming up, so that's next year. Yeah. Um, so I hear you had an adventure in Vancouver. <laughs> Good segue. Well, you you talk about uh, empathy. It's funny. Oh, is this is this an empathy story? Well, really? no. It leads into my whole rant about I'm <laughs> I sick don't know of how fucking. This is an empathy story. <laughs> <laughs> you, lead, you know, because it leads into this. I'm getting sick of fucking prude people, right? Uh, prude people. Okay. Well, no. Like this t- today. <laughs> today on my Facebook, I put. Uh, I was on Twitter this morning. Just when I got up, I was just cruising Twitter, and CBC had a fucking dumb headline. Literally, the headline read: "Dead bodies found in Edmonton Cemetery." Actually, I agree with you. That's that's that, fucking stupid. Sh- that that should have been submitted to Leno. If, oh, uh, you know how Leno did. Hell- that's a good headline tweet, for Leno. Tweet lines. Yeah. Uh, so literally, that's all it was. I didn't re- read the article. <laughs> I didn't fucking. It, it, literally, that's what it said. And I'm like, well, that's just the, the dumbest fucking thing. The pictures coming alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that old joke of the of the two seater plane that crashes in this butt fuck nowhere. A, cr- a two seater airplane crashes into a, a cemetery and name your town that you want to make fun of, right? Mm. In in Formerbury, Alberta. Uh, the the recovery is ar- or the the recovery has already recovered fifty bodies, and the body count continues. The right. two-seater aircraft, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's anyway. The delivery, That's a terrible joke. The delivery on that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, so it was, it was like one of those headlines, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, this is stupid. So I put it on my Facebook. Ha ha! We all have a good chuckle. But there was a couple of people. That's like you're an insensitive fucking prick. <laughs> my mother's buried there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like apparently two people were murdered again in Edmonton uh, in a graveyard. Okay, rest oh, in wow. peace. I'm sorry. I don't know the full Around details Halloween of the story. Now too, hey? Yeah. Spooky. It's fucked up, right? No, but, that isn't sensitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and that's the fucking thing. People are freaking out at me on Facebook going, you're, stop being an insensitive prick and blah, blah, blah. My comment had nothing <laughs> to do with enemies. the fucking incident. <laughs> well, no, I'm getting sick of people that are fucking prudish, that are insensi- or insensitive, are fucking way too sensitive that they can't take a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the people that go through life that someone, like, fucking caught. Like, these are the people that go through life when someone calls on them, they make a fucking big deal out of. Fair enough. SARS! SARS! Oh, my God, I can feel it! Okay, like, okay, okay. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's fucking calm, pissing me calm off. Calm down. Take it down a couple notches because I actually agree with you on this one, but don't take it too far because I might actually change my mind. <laughs> but uh, what, what, what I was going to say is, no, you're right. It, it was a silly headline and it, it deserved being poked fun at now 
should those people be angry at you because they're like, hey, you're being insensitive? I think the uh, the the journal or whatever whoever, whoever posted it should put should put a retraction, right? Fuck yeah, because like I think that might be insensitive. Just the fact that because we, we can't tell whether or not that was posted maliciously by someone that's like, ha ha ha, this will be funny, yeah. or or or, or uh, it was just a simple mistake, right? Mm. I mean, uh, there's tons of that shit on the internet though. There's that really funny one where it's like on CNN and it's um. It's like a suspect, the suspect photo, and it's like this black guy with a mustache, with a bald black guy with a mustache, okay. and the newscaster is a black bald guy with a mustache, and the pictures look identical. The picture <laughs> looks identical to him. I and, didn't uh, that. That's pretty yeah, funny. It's pretty funny. And there's another one where it's like um, they're always like black jokes. Um, you know, uh, the New Orleans floods. Yeah. And it showed a Katrina. video. Oh, Katrina! Sorry. Yeah. And it showed a video of a man of a white man holding uh, a microwave in the floods. It's like families recover their their belongings um, uh, after uh, Hurricane Katrina, right? And then and then there's one of a of a of a black guy with a TV over his head walking through the water, and it's like uh, looting looting runs <laughs> rampant during <laughs> Katrina. And it's oh my know, god, it's all about the context, right? So yeah. maybe. Uh, well, I'm not saying what was done was malicious, but um, yeah, no, I, I'd be more, I'd be more like Mem, and they should probably print a retraction or at least but word like, it better. It leads into my story, like, like it was funny. I, I think that was a funny, uh, a funny headline. Oh, it I was mean, fucked up. And if right? I was upset, I'd be upset with uh, whoever, whoever originally, but not you for uh, noting the humor in it. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's certain, you can't be like if Steve Jobs died. Well, actually, there was a lot of stuff like that. In Steve oh Jobs yeah, died, but I mean, but like an example in my head is like, what if I made a, a joke about 9/11, like on 9/11, on 9/11, yeah, but. Like well, it's all that's comparing context, apples right? to oranges. I think like no, a, no. a worldly fucking event to a, a yeah, murder yeah. in a city in Canada. Come on. Well, I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that people die. Well, no, and but um, that's the thing. I never, I never no, went no, to let, the incident. Right? Uh, here's the thing: people are associating your comments to your thoughts and feelings on the actual incident, which it's not. You're commenting on the headline. Exactly. You found the headline it has nothing to do with humorous, the incident, right? Yeah. It had nothing to do with the fact that two people are dead. Yeah. Like and and, and like you said, you I think you posted down there in there where you're like, I, this I, has I'm nothing sorry. to do with yeah, what happened. To, yeah, it yeah. has to do with the fact that someone someone obviously like what, the words that were chosen weren't the best. Right, mm. so I mean, it's you know you gotta laugh at certain. Well, things, I was right? just thinking too, like even my nine eleven uh, reference. Like I remember on nine eleven when the second plane ran into the tower. Mm-hmm. I remember CNN going, "This must be a catastrophic navigational error." Like when the second yeah, yeah. plane hit, stupidest comment anyone can ever fucking make, right? Like uh, people, 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 people. You think it's a fucking ma- major error, but you know what I mean? Like it's still. You're not saying, oh, you can't say shit like that, Todd. The fucking people in the tower died. But I'm not referencing that at all, right? Mm. I'm referencing exactly what I'm commenting on. Well, to be fair, though, I mean, uh, just just brace yourself because of the brace yourself for this sort of thing because of the fact that, like, I mean, you might you might say what you f- you you're free to say what you want, but you are aware that there's people that aren't going to agree with you. Oh no, I mean, exactly. Which I'm sure you're well aware of. So yeah. I mean, it's just part of the which battle. is why I enjoy fucking fighting back. But this leads into uh, leads into prude people, mm-hmm. just like you said. I had a, an interesting time in Vancouver, as per tradition. Mm-hmm. Me and uh, Old Bensky, we get tickets to the Canucks home opener. Mm-hmm. So we always buy our tickets off of uh, what they call the Prime Seat Club. Now settle in, folks. This is this is going to be a, a, a grand old tale. Listen to Father Todsky here. The uh, we we buy our tickets off the Prime Seat Club, which is basically season ticket holders that resell our tickets in this thing mm-hmm. uh, because they're not going to the game or whatever, right? right? So. We get two tickets, beautiful seats. We're in section uh, 118, row 16, like pretty much 16 rows up from behind the bench, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect sight lines, perfect views. We're, we're in rows, uh, seats three and four. Um, at, and we've been doing this for like the f- opening, opening game for the last three or four years. It's a tradition, right? And 
if you know me and Bensky and you've heard it on the podcast, if you guys follow me on Facebook or Twitter, we're, we're Canucks fans. Like, mm-hmm. I spend a good pretty penny traveling to Vancouver a couple times a year to go check out Canucks games. I, I love the team so much. I'm not saying I should get treated any different. I'm just saying I'm a diehard fan. I wouldn't want to jeopardize my my position at all with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't want to go in the... I wouldn't want to be involved in, like, riots or something like that because, to me, that's just bullshit. But as per tradition, we always uh, start the evening off before the game starts. Me and Ben always go to the bar up in uh, Rogers Arena. And, yeah, we, we blow quite a bit of money. We, I'm not going to lie. We get pretty drunk before the game starts. Now, I mentioned this on Twitter, and you are already got people saying, well, you admit it, you're drunk, so right away your, your opinion's invalid. This is where I disagree. <laughs> well, let's just say you're, you're – your recollection of the events might be slightly scary. Nay, then this is where I, I was going to blog about this, and I was trying to fucking blog about it and type it all down. You know what? Screw it. I'm a podcaster. I, I talked my way through shit. I'm telling you right now, it was very, I, I'm not saying I'm a fucking alcoholic. I drink uh, quite a bit. I can, count on one, <laughs> I can count on maybe one or two times where I've only ever been blackout drunk, and I believe this is the norm for everybody. There's times where people, yeah, if they drink really, really heavily, they will become blackout drunk, but it's not as common as people say. Like, half the time when someone says that they can't remember what happened the night before, either they've done something embarrassing or they're too lazy to talk about it. There's times where you need to kind of piece together the night, but no one's ever blackout drunk every fucking time they go drinking. It just doesn't happen. And I'm going to say it right now. Well, I would Secret, secrets out, ladies. If, you, if you're talking to your guy and he's like, oh, I can't remember a thing that happened last night, it's bullshit. It really is. I honestly believe. Okay, the the opinions expressed are Todd Hilliers <laughs> and not Tito's. Uh, what I would say is, um, you're right. I think uh, to an extent, um, I think when people drink to get back blackout drunk, or if they get blackout drunk, they can only do that so many times before it becomes life threatening. But like uh, the people that say, uh, "Oh, right away," I mean, even the first time could be life threatening. So let's just. Uh, I'm just going to put disclaimer out there and say that don't don't do this. <laughs> don't don't uh, drink to blackout drunk. And uh, I mean, drink responsibly. So anyway, go on. <laughs> Thank you Sorry. for the public service message. Well, no, it's just I hate when people say right away, "Oh, you were drinking at the bar, so right away you had to have been you got kicked out for a reason." Mm-hmm. No, fuck you. Like it's not just I don't fucking put a stereotype on him. Oh, he's drunk. He had to have fucking raped the girl. No, fuck that. Uh, so that's why automatically I hate it when people. As soon as I tell this story. That, oh, you're drinking, you had to have done something to deserve to get kicked out. No, it's not true. And it's not true for anything else in life either. Anyone that's in some kind of role where you need to investigate shit, don't stereotype because that's the last thing you should fucking do. It, it literally, and you're most 90% of the time, you're wrong if you do that type of shit. What? What? I'm just, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening <laughs> to your story. Okay. Well, anyway, so we're at the bar. I'm not saying we're fucking <laughs> You won't <tank>. fight! <laughs> Drunk right now. I'm not okay. We're at the bar. We're definitely we're definitely bust. Right. We go down and enjoy the game. Uh, first period starts up. Me and my brother. I'm not going to say we're loud and rowdy, but we we talk like we talk on the podcast. Mm. I'm sure our voices are kind of elevated. We do swear a lot, but as far as fucking like picking fights and shit like that, no, we're not doing that. National anthem came on. I'm singing that top my lungs, and I'm not a very good singer, so I'm sure we're pissing off the people in front of us. Right, mm-hmm. uh, they gave me a couple looks back, but we're not doing anything wrong, right? And this is what's bugged me the whole time. First period goes off. I'm chatting with the guys next to me. My brother's chatting with the guys next to him, having grand old conversations, talking about hockey, talking about the state of the the Canucks organization. You know, typical hockey chat, right? Mm. People scoring goals, everyone's cheering. Like I said, we're not uh, we're not sitting there quietly enjoying the game. We're talking. Mm. And I'm sure I'm swearing like I do on the podcast, which some people hate for some fucking reason. They can't see you mime your hands. Fucked in. Okay, yeah. I did air quotes. <laughs> some people hate. 
So anyway, second period comes up. We're doing the exact same thing as the first. We're chatting. We're having a good time. Like I said, in my opinion, we're not being loud. Even if we were, no one told us we were. But even if we were, it's a fucking hockey game. Like, we're not standing up and fucking roaring and cheering. We're literally just talking to the people next to us. Mm. Well, Ballard, if you watch the game, uh, Canucks were behind. Uh, Keith Ballard, a defenseman for the Canucks, scored an amazing fucking goal. And when someone scores a goal at a hockey game, you stand up and cheer. We stand up and cheer. My brother had a beer in his hand, and some beer spilt on the guys in front of us. Okay. Right? Happens all the time. I get doused during the Stanley Cup Finals when uh, I spent a lot of money to go down to Vancouver then to watch that game. I got fucking doused when the Canucks scored a goal in overtime from the guy behind me. It's something you accept in a hockey game. But these guys in front of us were what I call prudes. They're fucking, they were pissed off at us, I'm sure, to begin with because they didn't like what we were doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so as soon as they spilled beer, Ben saw it, and he's like, oh, sorry, man, sorry. Buddy turns around and was just like, are you going to pay $2,000 to clean my suit? He's wearing fucking sweatpants and a fucking T-shirt, right? Like, fuck you, buddy. And Ben was like, no, what are you talking about? Sorry, man, I spilled beer on you. Just shakes his head and walks away. Ten minutes later, security comes and says, can you guys come with me? Instantly, I, I lose my buzz, and I, I turn pretty much stone cold sober because mm. I know exactly what's happening. But I only thought they were going to tell us to settle down, which I would have not argued no problem. Hey, yeah, you're... Because I, I know what this is like. There's no sense in arguing with a security person. I've fucking been there, right? Mm. But then they tell us to get out. They actually... We got kicked out of the fucking game mid... Not even. It was like midway after... Uh, midway through the second intermission. They asked us to leave. Mm-hmm. So when I said why, I said, give me reasons why. Oh, we have several complaints. I was like, okay, what were the complaints? Well, we, it's just several complaints. We've been watching the cameras. You guys are out of control. You guys are completely rowdy. Arrest, and you guys leave right now. So I asked Buddy. I was like, no, 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 we're not going nowhere. I said, my brother started getting mouthy. This is where I kind of lost it because I'm trying to tell him to shut up. My brother's like fucking going on about, oh, I live and breathe Canucks and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, they, they don't care sh- about shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, just listen to me. I said, I want to speak to your supervisor. No, they said. Meanwhile, there's three fucking uh, uh, Rogers Arena Canuck security, and then behind them is four cops. As the cops are just sitting there waiting. They're like, no, no, we want you guys out. I'm like, no, I want to speak to your supervisor. I need to know what we did wrong and, and explain to me why we're getting kicked out. A, with no warning. Because I reference a lot of people, if they remember, I went to a Canucks game in Phoenix early last year, and we got kicked out of that game too. That one was rightfully so. Ah. Uh, Canucks rookie scored a big goal. We started banging on the glass, but he came and warned us. Don't hit on the glass or you guys get kicked out. 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, score another goal. Bensky starts hitting the glass. We get kicked out. Didn't argue that one. Totally, yeah. We, we got the warning. We were told this would happen, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what pissed me off with the fucking Canucks game. No warning not whatsoever. All they did was they listened to these fucking guys that were season ticket holders. I may have failed to mention that because we were sitting in like the season ticket holder section, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys are season ticket holders for the last 40 fucking years, and they're just like, oh, these guys are pissing us off. They, they want us gone. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, they just didn't like how much we swore. Maybe me singing the national anthem. They didn't like what we were talking about. I'm not <laughs> sure. So, uh, bring patriotism into well, this? Well, no, I don't know, man. Like, uh, like, they didn't fucking like us. That's the thing. And as soon as we spilled beer on them, which, yes, is a fucking horrible move, but it happens in hockey games. Mm-hmm. I was doused several times. I didn't go running and whining and crying at security. But he apologized. I was even there. Even if Ben told me that he apologized and I wasn't there, I probably wouldn't believe him. But I was there. I was right next to him. Ben mm-hmm. said, hey, sorry, man. And that's when he was like, oh, you're going to pay for my $2,000 suit. And that's when Ben kind of was like, fuck no, like, I'm sorry, man, right? Mm. And then that's when they went and got security. I don't think this is right at all. Security should have came and said, hey, guys, everyone's complaining about you. Sit down, shut up, watch the rest of the game. 
then hey, if we act up again, they're well within their right. We gave them the chance to correct. And that's always what I try to tell people. You've got to give a person, regardless of how drunk they are, one chance to correct their problem. Hey, man, you're being too noisy. If I get another complaint, I won't say nine times out of ten, maybe seven times out of ten, they'll shut up. And this is what was bothering me about it, right? Wouldn't let me speak to the supervisor. Oh, well, he's busy. I got names and numbers. I'm actually meant to call today. I might call tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. they even took our fucking souvenir tickets away. We get souvenir tickets. We paid fucking 250 bucks for these seats. Mm-hmm. And they took those. Gone. And we okay. missed 20 minutes of fucking play. Mm-hmm. Pissed me off. Why? Because people are fucking prude. Oh, I don't like the way he swears so much. I want him out of here. If you're in public, you got to fucking have some kind of lenience to what your personal life is. Right. Well, what do you think? Um... Okay, uh, uh, let me just weigh in uh, first by acknowledging something. Um, you're familiar with the concept of zero tolerance, right? Yep. Yeah, um, and you are aware that uh, the Canucks uh, and Vancouver specifically this past year had those riots. Fair enough. Um, it's not impossible and outside of the realm of possibility that they might have increased uh, their policies and security because of that and and uh, instigated some sort of zero tolerance very for, possible uh, and I thought of it yep. for uh, for uh, lewd behavior um, now as the, as that is defined I guess would be at the discretion of whoever's putting the complaint or whoever's uh, reacting to it mm. so what I would say is um, first and foremost um, Technically, you guys you guys bought your tickets and you guys were entitled to those seats, but you have to keep in mind in the terms of the stadium, you guys are guests. You guys aren't the actual seat holders. You got, That transaction was between you and the original seat holder in their eyes, and you are a guest of that person. Fair so, enough. Yep. So the person that put in the complaint was, for all intents and purposes, an actual seat holder, right? Fair enough. Right? So right off there, the, the, the stadium could have a policy saying, okay, well, seat holders. But with that, with that, security does not know that at this point. They wouldn't know that. Okay, well, uh, no, no, I'm just saying they wouldn't know. Like all we did was we gave them a ticket. Mm. It, the ticket does not say guest. Ticket does not say the ticket. Actually, the tickets are the exact same as what the season ticket holders mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. I'm, valid point, but I'm just yeah. saying security at this point would not know that. Well, information. They, they, they wouldn't know as much as they would know. Mm. And what I'm saying is like the probability is fifty fifty on this, right? The other thing would be on the fact that yeah, yeah, you're right. That's to be expected when people get rowdy. That you know you're going to get beer spilt on you and whatnot. But the thing is, <clears throat> that doesn't make it okay. You know what I mean? You're right. People have the discre- they have the ability to complain about something like that. Yeah, just a lot of people let it pass. So you could, you could be you could be uh, you could be in the in well within in correct in in calling this person approved because of the fact that well the, there's a certain tolerance that usually the etiquette of going to these type of games yep. uh, dictates right yep uh, and may but you know for all you know this he might have decided to stay quiet up until this point just because he's like oh well they're having fun blah 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 and then that just kind of pushed him over right so you don't know the type of day he's had going into this right <laughs> oh, I'm thinking the about same way Joker. he doesn't know <laughs> the same way he doesn't know the type of day you've had going into what you what you went into Granted, right yeah. so they don't know that you've you know you've traveled obviously a long way and you know you're just a big fan and 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 you know like you said you guys were drunk and I think that gave them the excuse to to basically give the action the the severity of the actions that they did right so yeah. had you been sober maybe that would have that would have turned out different for you guys had you guys been sober it, it, they might have given you more of a benefit of the doubt but usually like you like uh, like we've all we've said before when a person is drunk and intoxicated it's usually they're very um they're tr- they're treated in a dismissive manner because they're not seen to be in the right mind right yeah. it's the same which is we, wrong i think it's, it's wrong. It's very wrong. Something to do. Mm, depends on the situation. Mm, okay. Well, if he's wielding a knife, maybe. 
But or if he's driving. Oh no 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 no! Just yeah okay no. You you, you watch what you're doing on the road. I'm gonna give you a warning. <laughs> okay good but point. But if I catch good you again point. swerving, then you're gonna be in trouble. Okay good point good point. I guess the situation will dictate that part. Yeah. But sitting and watching so, so, a hockey I mean, game should be on the lighter side. It really should. Well, it, that's your opinion of the matter, right? And I just I I, I think. And, and, I mean, no offense, Todd, but, I mean, given the situation that you've already been kicked out of a game before, I mean, it's not stacking too well uh, uh, for you guys being in the red in the situation. Maybe the guy was a little bit privileged, but uh, at the same time, I think he was well within his his uh, his right to complain. Okay, you're right. Their reaction? That's what I'm talking maybe about. Maybe a little extreme, but given the history of what's been going on with Vancouver in the last year, maybe understandable. So. Mm. I've, I guess it just goes down to the way I deal with fucking things to, to the way other people does, right? History does not dictate, in my eyes, uh, a repeat, right? Just because you murdered someone when you were fucking 13 doesn't mean you'll do it again at 30, uh, it, it, in but, my eyes. But it, does, but, did, but it does create a probability, doesn't it? See, how can you, how can you put a number to that? How you can, can. You did it once in your lifetime. That is a percentage right there. <laughs> so the probability of you doing has already gone up by one. But why does it mean you repeat, though? How how can you mathematically it explain it that? It doesn't mean that you're going to repeat, but it does mean that the probability is there. You have you have a higher likelihood than put, someone put who has in, never done it. Put it in math for me. Give me get, put yeah. We'll use we'll use this flash stick as an example, right? Okay. We got one side. We got two sides, right? Right. Yep. Yep. What's what's the chance of it landing Todsky face up? Fifty fifty. Okay. Now. Say, say you hadn't seen what I just okay. covered. What's the chance now? It's 50-50. Exactly. But, our, but what, what just happened? This was? It's, I was wrong. You were wrong, yeah. Yeah. goes again. It's, it's a 50-50 chance. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. So the, the, the likelihood, like, like what you're saying is you're less likely, you, you feel that you're less likely, you're, you have the exact same likelihood of, of getting dinged than a sober person just because... What? Because it's happened before? It hasn't happened before? Well, it's no, like the same I, probability in any. In but no, I'm just saying, just because you've done something, or just because Tom, Dick, and Harry gets drunk and fucking fights in in Rexall or Rogers Arena, Todd's and Ben's like in in security's eyes, if Todd's and Ben's are drunk, they're gonna fight too. I don't believe in that. It, it, that shouldn't be no, a. No, it doesn't factor. mean it's going to happen, but it, the probability's still there. There's still a fifty-fifty chance that it'll happen. Well, there's a fifty-fifty chance. No, I'm going to fucking start shooting but everybody. Here's the thing. That's what you're not getting of it. It's there's a fifty-fifty chance, right? Let's assume that Toddski right here. This Toddski name is you guys getting drunk and causing a riot. You guys not getting drunk and causing a riot, right? It's okay. happened once, and it ha- and it hasn't happened uh, once before. This is this is the probability right here. You flip it. What's the chances of it being of you guys getting drunk and having a riot? 50-50. What's the chances now? 50-50 because it's happened before. We've we've established a value. I kind of see what you're saying. As opposed but- to nothing on either side because nothing's happened, then all of a sudden it shows up with a Toski, you're like, "Holy shit." Like you okay, can't see yeah, that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you see what yeah, I'm saying? You got, yeah. Your statistics are automatically up on the sheer basis of the fact that it's happened once before. You have obviously it's not it's not a fifty fifty. It's pro- like the likelihood is obviously very very minuscule, minuscule, but the probability is still there. No. It still happened at some point. Okay, yeah, you made it clear when you said if it was blank on either side. Yeah, it's fine. But when you put Totsy on one side, once there is. There is an event that's been established. Your probability of it happening has is there, right? So, so okay, I understand it now. I don't think it's right. 
No, it, it, I mean... That's it, why I think you should really judge... If you're in any kind of fucking security role or police role... You need to judge him. Well, no, I'm just saying if you're any if you're in any kind of situation where you got to discipline someone based like you got to look at what's going on, not mm-hmm. what happened, not what you think is going to happen, not what you have a gut feeling on. What occurred? Okay, guy spilled beer on him. It, you're right, but he was well within his right to go and complain. He was probably well on his right to go complain if he was pissed off at us swearing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me i think as pers- as a person as a person you mm. can't you need to be less fucking prudish in life because you're just going to have a difficult life it, it, but that's not here nor there that's okay, not going to okay so so what is the complaint really about though todd is it about my complaint was about security not warning us okay, so and just a, getting about, kicked out that was so my it's complaint more security not so much the guy then. that's my complaint my guy my only complaint about the guy is he's a fucking idiot and he needs to <laughs> get better at life events but that's not going to change. Really? Right? You don't think it's you that needs to maybe get a little bit better at life events? I, I like Maybe not just assume things of people? Well, and- no. That's fucking... Like, there's shit that I don't like in this world. But do I sit there and fucking go to security and fucking complain about him? Oh, I don't like how that guy's fucking talking no, to his you, girlfriend. But you did assume that you're, you're so, oh, he'll be cool with us dropping maybe a little beer on him tonight. Because a normal person <laughs> would just be like, especially when you're like, dude, sorry, man. I apologize. Let me buy a fucking... Let me clean your fucking $2,000 jogging pants. Well, what did you guys say? You prick. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. They said... Then he responded aggressively. He Are said, you going to fucking dry clean your, my $2,000 pants? And what was your pants? response? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> no, like Ben literally just said... He's like, no, man. We're just sorry. It's just a bit of beer. That was similar to how it was. That's what I'm saying. He was within his right. He's an idiot for doing it, but he's well within his right for going to security. Security should have took it in their initiative to go, no problem. We'll talk to him. Hey, Todd, Ben, boys, guys, well, shut, maybe the, fu- they, shut may- the fuck up. You got people pissed off around you. Just watch the rest of the game. Yeah, but, and that's where I grab Ben and go sit down and shut up. But but here, here, here now we get into they don't know who you are, right? Well, I was kidding. That, no, that no, point. I'm saying, they, they don't know who you are. If they had given you a warning, let's let's assume. Let's 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 get into their mind, mindset a little. Mm-hmm. That they, they, they don't know who you guys are, and they basically say, "Listen, there's been complaints. You guys need to settle down. Go back in there. Settle down." And to me, that's hang on. Perfect. They don't know who you are, so they're they they could easily presume. Well, now they're going back in there. They're liquored up and they're pissed off because someone complained about them. So that's when you move us now, to the fucking now, owners. Now booth. you just, you just, you, they've just created a situation with highly potential, potentially higher risk now of a fight breaking out, at the very least. Well, once again, maybe that's where you got to fucking deal with the problem, or maybe do zero tolerance. Maybe they did deal with the problem the way they saw fit. Yeah, uh, that's a bit of a better point, I guess. Still, I don't think it's fair. I really don't. A smarter man would have fucking had. Yeah, yeah, good point. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, Todd. I mean, uh, like, I sympathize with you because I, I know you. I know you're probably, you, you probably weren't. You guys probably weren't even that, that liquored up in the first place. But I, uh, I, you know what? Probably the guy was approved. But he, again, he was. You know, the, you, you guys gave him a call. You guys gave him a reason, right? You know what I mean? You guys, you guys did that initial step. You didn't know who he was, and you didn't know how much of a prude he was. But you did spill beer on him, and. He reacted the way he saw fit, and then you know security reacted the way they saw fit. And I'm sorry, you guys got the shit end of the stick this time, yeah. but it happens. Nah, it still fucking pissed me off. Well, I mean, what what were you gonna do? The only thing, your only options at that point were gonna be to escalate the situation further. No, you say your only option. That I disagree. I disagree completely. You're right. There's uh, you get to that probability again. What's the probability of them fucking going in there pissed off and just 
completely fighting the guys in front. Yeah, I'm sure the, the, the it's a possibility that it could happen. Mm. But there's also a possibility that they could take your warning seriously and sit down and shut up and watch the rest of the game. And then you have everyone happy. That's Maybe that's why I'm pissed off. Maybe it's how our the fucking society is run. Why do we automatically go towards the negative thinking the negative is going to happen? Well, you know, you got you to gotta understand that these people are the people that uh, provide security for this area. They're... That's what they deal in. They, yeah, that's they, true. Are you willing? To, are you willing to run the risk? Yeah. of having a higher. No, that's a good they, point. They, they, instead of instead of um, uh, mitigating the risk, they chose to eliminate it altogether. So. Yeah. No. No. It's, that's why I like sharing this shit. Sometimes I feel fucking. Uh, sometimes yeah. I get enlightened. So, I mean, it sucks. I but mean, no. I, granted, I, I think. Uh, okay, I you're think, right. You will shut me up on the point that security probably. I probably got ejected for a good reason. Still, my rant is going to be: people's got to be less prude. People's got to be less prude. <laughs> People's got to be less prude. Um, well, no, it's too fucking sensitive, man. You're at a hockey game. It fucking, even if he did wear his fucking $2,000 fucking sweatpants, don't when you're at a fucking hockey game. Or don't expect to fucking, like, I don't know. It, maybe there's certain rules they should put. Expect to have a little bit of beer thrown well, on you. Ex- and don't fucking be an idiot. What I would say idiot. is, like, expect people like Todd to be at the hockey game. Yeah, well, I'm not sitting there with a fucking can of beer dousing over their head. <laughs> the next time, you're just like, you see him in, and you just go up oh. with your beer, you just like pour it slowly <laughs> while staring into his eyes. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's for. Walk away. I bought these at Walmart. But no, like that's why I'm pissed off. You're right. I, I was pissed off with security. She gave me warning. You proved me wrong on that point. Well done, asshole. But the, uh, <laughs> but no, like uh, people. Here's my message to the fucking world: Stop being so sensitive, guys. Just because I fucking make laugh at a headline doesn't mean I'm fucking pissing on uh, pissing on their parents as the those people that murdered Grave. Just because I spilled a little beer on you doesn't mean I fucking disrespect your family or your heritage, okay? It's a fucking accident or slash a joke compared to whatever story you're following at this point. Well, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Just like, I mean, know your audience, right? Know your audience, right? Like, the thing is, like, something something might be funny in certain circles. Something might not. Something might be socially approved in certain circles, like... like uh, throwing beer around during the playoffs or maybe game uh, season opener maybe not so much but I mean I'm just you know it's all about the context it makes me wonder though if I would have got kicked out of like the Stanley Cup final game if I, that happened probably what Stanley Cup if, if you had spilled on someone yeah I sincerely doubt it. they'd probably be too into the game hmm. yeah these but, pricks I mean I think this year especially I, oh, it's I think pissed. this year probably no. What's best, what pissed me off more because the guys I was chatting with for the whole game like these yeah. two because I guys? think there's a probably a prejudice of people that aren't from va- from Vancouver <laughs> now, or aren't from uh, BC because of the fact that like uh, they they proved that all the shit disturbers at the riots were people from out of province For that came to watch part, the game. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like the people beside me. It was, it was fucked up. It was typical fucking Hollywood movie, right? Like the guys beside me, we were getting along great. We were chatting hockey. We were fucking loving it. The two beside me were season ticket holders, um, and the dad was a season ticket holder, and the guy I was talking to was his son, and he was just there with him. So. During the intermission, uh, as like I guess security was coming down, I wasn't paying attention. I was talking to him, and the father was like, "So, how do you like the view?" I'm like, "Great view, man. These are these are kick-ass seats." And literally, he's just like, "All right, if you ever need tickets, you know, you call me now instead of going online." And just as he's getting me his number, security's like, "You got to come with me." And I didn't get his fucking number, man. <laughs> I was fucking pissed off. He's like, the guy's like, "Thank God, <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to fucking pay criminal up. deal with a criminal, throwing <laughs> beer all over people." 
<laughs> These guys are wild, out of control fans. Like I said, uh, when it comes down to history, I don't think like just because I got ejected out of the fucking Phoenix game does not automatically mean I'm going to get ejected again. Nope. In this case, I guess it did. Phoenix one was rightfully so. I didn't. I thought the Phoenix one was funny, but it was just it was everyone was in their right. I it was ben. and that's another thing too. Ben was the one that spilled beer on him. How the fuck did I get kicked out? Well, because you're his brother, and you got to be your brother's keeper, right? Fuck no. Yes, you do. Fuck that. I wouldn't have left with him, but I should have got the choice. Yeah, <laughs> try to talk that. Try to talk me out of that one. Do you know how does how does that doesn't work? What do you mean? Kick it out the kick out the full party, even though only one person screwed up. Well, obviously, obviously, they, you were part of the same party, right? So they want to take out that element. If you're part of that element, then that is what have avenged my brother's death. <laughs> just like, just like cancer. My name is Todd Hillier. You got to cut. Killed my, you've killed my brother. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> now you must die. It's it's like when you have cancer, you got to cut the entire piece, right? You can't just oh, I'm just gonna script around the cancer. <laughs> Horrible example. <laughs> what else we got, man? Halloween, dude. Film fear is around the corner, sir. Yeah, no, we've got a lot of. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm excited for headliners, Red State and uh, Creep Show. But Red I'm State, this is the former premiere of Red State. It will be, yes. Fucking, you're gonna start hearing me on the radio here. Uh, we got some ads in the paper already. Uh, yeah, uh, spread the, the word. Fucking everyone, that, it's going to be a fun. Even if you're time. not going, let let your friends know because it'll be a fun event. So I'm it is. We got uh, Snapwood Buffalo is hopefully coming down. And, uh, we've got some costumes. pretty pretty good horror uh, shorts actually. Fuck um, yeah! Again, again, like a couple of uh, filmmakers have submitted us uh, submitted some horror movies, and I'm pretty excited to screen some of these. Like we're talking about like red balloon type quality stuff, right? Fuck so, yeah, man! Yeah, like I said, it's all about the process of showing people independent movies can be just as high or even higher quality than Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, these are some wicked fucking films, man. Um, but the horror movie countdown, or, or the daily horror movie moments, whatever yeah. you want to call it, these are getting pretty good. Like, Yeah, uh, getting more people uh, involved and whatnot. We've had what? Uh, we had The Thing, Dawn of the Dead, um, Alien, um, From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, what else? Uh, Sibuya Camp, which I'm surprised you knew that one. Have you you've seen it? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Eh? What the hell do you mean you surprised? I, I, love how, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. Sibuya no? Camp. Uh, first time I saw that movie was with uh, my friend Rhett and his little brother, who was like I think 10 years old at the time, was mm. sitting with us and watching it. And then you know the very last scene. Yeah, yeah. Literally, we're like, holy. No shit. one was expecting that. No I don't one give expect- a shit. And then and then what and then says. like his little brother like was in the front uh, like watching it and then he just runs upstairs and then like uh, Red's mom's like Red what are you showing <laughs> well just that face that chick makes man like that's etched in my fucking uh, head it's, it's interesting because uh, the body it's a body double and it's actually the director's brother they got him drunk and made him Look, pose for it looks like a little Hindu man well director's brother I don't know uh, whatever anyway. <laughs> The um, no yeah, yeah sleepaway camp is is definitely a good one. Uh, Demons was another one listed. There just a couple of really Blair Witch. Really yep. Oh yeah, you listed Blair Witch. I'm That's a famous to... scene though, man. A lot of people. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot left. I mean, big. Uh, we're both big. The fight movies, scene, so. fucking Freddy and Jason. Yeah, I love that scene, man. Really? I'm not, I wasn't a big fan. No. Yeah. Fucking that. I love that movie. Like I think that just uh, I don't know it, the thing it combined both elements of each movie at one point they were talking about doing uh, Freddy vs. Jason versus Ash as the sequel like the hero from I thought the they were trying to incorporate Chucky into it too at some point yeah there were talks about that yeah so the, uh, no we got some more definitely check it out it's facebook.com slash podcast. you can link to uh, the Film Fear event uh, we post on the event page but you can see it on the Wyman Podcast uh, Facebook yep uh, we're going to probably go into a lot more in depth of Halloween movies next go round maybe do a Halloween cinephiles sure yeah uh, it would definitely be pretty cool but no, it's been a very busy couple of weeks. Like we were just talking about going bi-weekly now. There's a lot of shit that happens in between the shows that I often find myself 
gravitating to only the more recent stuff when like just when we posted a show there was some big shit that happens and it's kind of that blind spot period you know what I mean uh, I was going to say Eventswood Buffalo has a new boss so technically we have a, a new boss that we got to suck up to in order to get uh, the next Interplay What's Film his Festival uh, his name is Daniel sorry David Whitelock and he's Scottish oh really yeah so he's taken over for Claude, so he's now the executive director of Events with Buffalo. He's got a pretty good resume. He's overseen like 29 major festivals, over 2,000 like music, dance, theater productions. All right on. So he's, he's, he's in here in November, so we yeah. got to hit him up, I think, like right around the new year. To <laughs> uh, Speaking of events, I mean, we got uh, Film Fear coming up. Fuck Film Fear, man. I, I'm getting, <laughs> Fuck Film Fear? What do you no, mean? No, I'm just film? getting excited, man. I can't wait to, I know, to get um, into this. The, I, I've actually been excited about the... Did you post a... Yeah, Alien today, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that aspect is that we're kind of we're, we we're not that down the, we're just posting the movies oh, whatever, that we yeah. like and and both of our various tastes uh and it's uh no it's really interesting because uh you keep making fun of me for mine you prick which one <laughs> i don't know every time i post it it's like oh you can tell the difference between Totsky and tito i got oh, some damn good ones well no no it's because of of, of your ver- uh your wordage for some of them you're like i don't care what the fuck you think <laughs> this is a fucking <laughs> awesome movie <laughs> fuck it <he> fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm like, wow. It's my, it's my only vocabulary. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I also just wanted to post. Uh, um, we didn't get to record with them. We were going to record with Zach and Sal last week. Yes. Or the week before, and we didn't get to. Um, yeah, no, Sal and Zach, uh, they helped us uh, with a project uh, uh, tentatively titled Box, which will be premiering at the Film Fear. Um, really, really good so far, I think. So I, I like it. I can't wait to. And fucking Sal and Zach is like working with two professionals. So yeah, once, no, really. So really once again, guys, you're gonna get the contrast between really great, horrible guys and great acting. And, and uh, they've got uh, they've got contacts over with the Red Deer College, so hopefully we'll get to work with uh, other talents in the future as well. So I mean, outside of that, what do we got on Fort Mac? Well, no, like we had the events with Buffalo. Uh, Right, right. So yeah, I was just dismissed this guy. No, yeah, I'm excited. I want, I want to meet him. I want to. We're find still out. trying to get Misty on the fucking show to to, to have a chat and get yeah, all. Yeah, she candid, totally ditched. Eh? To get all. Way candid, to go, Misty. To get all candled with us. Ditcher. The uh, Penn Horwood condos. That's a big one that came out too. Right. So what's what's go- what's new with them? Well, the owners are preparing to make a tough decision on the future of their former homes. Is what uh, I read on the Mix News page. Mm-hmm. I guess they. What is it like? Three hundred some odd residents. Uh, something like that. They were all evicted uh, in March. We talked about it on some earlier podcasts. Yep. But I guess now that they're given some options, apparently um, the options are sell the land and distribute the proceeds to help people weather the time it's going to take to sell the lawsuit. Any, as we know, any lawsuit is going to take fucking month, like years, years to settle, right? And I imagine they'll win it because it obviously was a gross negligence for anything to be signed off, right? So I, I, they'll probably win the lawsuit. And get the money they need, but it's just going to take forever to get it. Yeah. So either they they're sell- paying those mortgages. Oh right? yeah, exactly. So sell the land and distribute the proceeds, uh, to, and wait until the lawsuit comes in. Uh, the section, the second option is to repair the building. Uh, that's becoming less obtainable position. Like I guess as the building just sits there, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Well, yeah, it's not being maintained. That's why. Right? Yeah. Third option is to rebuild the entire place, and the fourth option is to borrow the money now and rebuild. So like third and fourth. Who's going to borrow the, the money though? That's the thing. Uh, so building or repairing the units will cost around 200000 per unit. Selling the land would generate about 70000 for each owner. My two cents, um, they should all be destroyed, the, those buildings, and mm-hmm. rebuilt just because of the fact that they'll never be 100%, right? And, so, and they'll have that history, so the resale value is just going to be shit anyway, right? Oh, it's got to be, right? I guess starting last Monday, they had a week to vote online and decide which best all the owners, right? Wow. Uh, if none of the resolutions receive 75% of the vote, a second vote will be conducted with just the top two choices. 
That's harsh, man. I feel bad for them. So I guess the lawsuit is for $60 million over 20 different parties, including the apartment developers as well as the so regional. So they're probably, they're probably uh, ch- um, charging for the full amount of their mortgages plus uh, uh, well, damages. Six, even $60 million divided by 300 $60 million? 20, $60 million by 300 is not a million. Oh, by 300 Sorry, yeah. uh, probably 200000 or something. So, yeah, even then it's pretty fucking less than... Probably what some of these mortgages are. Like I guarantee, people bought some of those places for three, four hundred fucking thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a retarded amount of money, man. It is unreal. I, the, uh, I, 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 yeah, that sucks. Um, oh, I was gonna say, speaking to, sorry, we're dipping topics here, but uh, speaking of Missy, uh, Thirty Nine Steps opened. Hey, I'm dying to see that man. Hitchcock meets hilarity. Apparently, it's the tagline. <laughs> Wait, you read the you read the poster or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. <I, laughs> You know, you know. Don't ask me any more podcasts is we don't have to actually read commercials as they're printed. Um, yeah, no, no. Uh, I, it's been getting uh, it's been getting a lot of buzz on Facebook, at least. Or really? maybe it's just maybe that's just the social circles that we're attached with. It's just the fact that like I'm. Seeing or is it a just Misty constantly talking yeah. about it? Thirty nine steps. No, it looks good. Like I've always loved the fucking theater, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not to put anything past Thirty Nine Steps, <laughs> the theater. I'm really looking forward to Chicago. I just picture you with like, it's like I love the theater, and then it's like it shows a, a thought bubble, and it's like a, the fucking bear on the, on the on the car. Remember in that Simpsons? The bear on the oh, oh when he's like, well, when he's like, he's like the ballet, and he's like, you enjoy the ballet. He's like, please, Marjorie, I enjoy all of all of our society's culture, cultural arts, and it's like, this isn't the bear of the car. No, I seriously like. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not like that at all. I swear to God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's, uh, you know what? I'm, I I intend to at least watch one play. Uh, actually, uh, I I intend to watch one play in Edmonton and one play in uh, Fort McMurray this season. So, the well, fuck, we got four, like uh, Thirty Nine Steps is playing now. I'm really looking for. Like I said, I don't want to put anything past it. I really want to go see Thirty Nine Steps, but I'm more excited for Chicago. I cannot wait for Chicago. And uh, Macbeth is something that I really want to see too, as well. So, yeah. like, it's two right there that I'm I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I'll, I'll go by myself if I have to. Right? Okay. I'll just try to round up a date for thirty nine steps. Is about the best I can do well, for this. Well, when does it play till? Uh, I think it's got like two more. It plays during the weekends, right? And it's got two more showings to go. That's really interesting how they play it that way, because like well, I know everyone knows everyone's busy on the fucking weekday. That's true. Right? Yeah. Well, Steve the two, Jobs. The two weeks that. Uh, Steve Jobs 1.0 crashed. 1.0. <laughs> there's no app for pancreatic cancer. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of jokes about it uh, out there. But uh, what was interesting is like this one uh, rant was uh, like he was just a man because like apparently like someone's like they were they were saying it's like oh he wasn't a fucking messiah or whatever right because a lot of people were really <laughs> upset over it right but the thing is like just because just because you don't like the products he made or whatever doesn't mean you can't empathize. Well, and, and now people are saying, well, he, they're overly empathizing. I'm like, well, that's up to the people. Like, you can't tell someone whether or not they can empathize. Like, I mean, um, uh, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to think of an, another recent death. Um, oh, uh, Osama when, bin Laden. <laughs> well, no, there was a lot of people that felt strongly about that too, right? But, I mean, I, I doubt a lot of people empathize. But, yeah. um, oh, uh, when um, Thurl Ravencroft died. Yeah, you don't know who he is, do you? No fucking clue. Uh, Thur- he's actually he's what inspired me to make uh, the short surreal, and I'm sorry, Thurl, that it sucked. But <laughs> but uh, I like surreal. Thurl, well, thank you. Uh, but Thurl Ravencroft was the original voice of. Tony you can check Tiger. it out at hypertonicmedia.com. You actually can. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, uh, he was the original voice of Tony the Tiger, and uh, it, not only did he do the voice of Tony the Tiger in English, but he also did it in Spanish because he knew Spanish, right? Like you know, the, they're great. He used to do it in Spanish and be like, "Son riquísimos." <laughs> right 
And, you know, yeah, but someone with like a, I'm not putting down Buddy's work. I'm sure yeah, it was no, immaculate. No, no, but if you have if your tagline is only like two or three words, yeah, could you not learn different languages? Well, no, for those but, two but I'm words? sure well, I'm sure he he what's it called? Uh, like, he, he I'm sure you can do it work. in Spanish. It's like Zita yeah. Drita or whatever the fuck it is. So you can't do it. <laughs> no, you're fuck right. you I can't. I, <laughs> no, I can never roll what, the what I was gonna add is. Um, so after he passed, like I mean, I was surprised because I really empathized with it because of the fact that even though he w- he was representative of a cartoon character, it felt like a piece of my childhood died, yeah. and it was just so weird because like it wasn't Thurl Ravencroft that I missed, but it was Tony the Tiger, and that's where I came up with the script for Surreal. Where uh, if you guys see it, I mean, it's not it's one of my earlier stuff. Shut up! It's a it's, good uh, fucking movie. Well, it, it became very great. overproduced. But um, he thought too much about it. <laughs> yeah. It, well, what it's about is a, a girl who basically she she. Uh, anthropomorphizes uh, a cereal box mascot and uh, mayhem ensues. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hilarious. Um, actually, uh, the real talent behind that is uh, his name is uh, Alan Saunders. If you go to his website, actually, I think he he's taken it down for now because he's uh, he's focusing on voice work. But very, very like, talented animator. You see his animated shorts. Oh, they're just phenomenal. One of my favorites is How It Will End. It's fucking hilarious. It was more meant for an animation test. But yeah, and he does. Um, sorry, I'm getting really, really. Well, no, it's, uh, just as you're he, telling he me, I'm like, an, how do we connect this to Steve Jobs? He did one animated uh, short called uh, Black and White Theater Number no. Thirteen because it was a series, and it's basically about these factory workers that are worried that they're going to lose their jobs because they work at a bookmark factory. <laughs> and, oh no! But it's funny. It's like it, it all depends on what corporate decides, right? And then the then the skit becomes about corporate, and it's corporate about deciding whether or not to shut down this factory. <laughs> but instead of shutting, instead of talking about it, they start talking. <laughs> Talking about the guy, the person that drank the last of the water in the water cooler, and it takes them all day, and they do all these charts and analysis to try to figure out who drank it. And it's like, it's like, why wouldn't you just change it? <laughs> it's like that's just common courtesy. It's really funny that guy. So I, I can't hype him up enough. He's a really talented guy, and then he worked with me. So, <laughs> but no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I no, I, I have a soft spot for surreal. Um, it's unfortunate that it didn't come out the way I intended it to come out. But uh, you know, live and learn. Um. Yeah, no, Steve Jobs. <laughs> well, no, how how did we go from that point to Steve Jobs? Because uh, we were talking about em- empathy, empathy towards people and and things that you know you might not have known Steve Jobs, but you might have empathized because you you might have felt he gave you a lot in terms. Because I mean, if you really think about it, he his uh, if if anyone's seen the movie The Pirates of Silicon Valley, if you got Netflix, go watch it right now. It's a very good movie. Well, it's not right now. Just after listening to us, and then go well, watch you it. You pause the podcast and go. Anyway. <laughs> no, they must listen to us first. <laughs> um, the uh, the pilot, Pirates of Silicon Valley is uh, basically a semi-autobiographical movie about um, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and how their claim to power, right? Well, it was interesting. Like, didn't he work for Apple and didn't they fire him? Well, what happened was, uh, if uh, and I'm paraphrasing the movie here. Watch the movie. It's really great. Um, Steve Jobs is a visionary and, and he had his problems like I mean they, they really make him into kind of a dick and, and the truth is they've, they've said he is kind of a dick in real life but they say Thomas Edison was also a real dick right like I mean he fucked over Tesla I know people call me a turn. dick and it's like I don't yeah you're, you're not you're not appreciating your time <laughs> <laughs> after you die I'm sure there will be people like oh Todd he invented the podcast <laughs> um, but uh shut up you'd cry <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> You'd miss me. <laughs> so gay. Um, and so uh, what I was going to get at is, so the movie basically talks about how essentially Steve Jobs was this visionary and, and he had the ambition. And that's the whole thing. He's the one, he, uh, you know, that big 1984 ad, right? The 
Apple Apple computer, before yeah. ad, yeah, yeah, the whole like I mean that's what it really was. It was up until then computers were for government people and and like the extremely nerdy. Yeah. And he was the first one that it developed the idea. Consumerized. Of, well, let's make it into a consumer product, and um, that's when and Bill Gates was just this boy genius essentially that came into the fray, and and he. Um, essentially, he wanted to make his own company, and what ended up happening was he worked for Steve Jobs, but then, quote unquote, pirated his idea, right? Because but notice how everything that has like a huge, a huge following, like yeah. like there's always like the the the, the turncoat story. Yeah, like, yeah. Look at Facebook, where uh, mm-hmm. apparently what's what's his fucking um, the Vanderbeek twins? Yeah, like yeah. it was it was, it was their, their idea, idea, and he, and he stole, well, stole it. And it was Napster. Yeah, but the where Buddy the, fucking stole it when he was sleeping uh, in his dorm room or oh, something. Oh, that's like the that? Italian job plot with uh, Seth Green. Wasn't, the, wasn't that didn't the really truth? happen? No. no, it wasn't the truth. Movies don't always tell you the truth, Todd. <laughs> that's the but lesson no, of wasn't today's Napster, podcast. Was, is <laughs> movies are ninety nine percent fictional. No, seriously, 1% I'm looking century. it up right now. Like, the, there's a, there's like a, a fraud story behind Napster. I'm positive. Of yeah, this. because they stole that music and put it online <laughs> for free. Uh, anyway, I'm sure someone will fact check us on this. But um, what God I was, knows we don't do. What it. I was, yeah, exactly. What I was going to say though is the fact that um, so uh, Fuck, I thought that was real. The thing is, the at the end of at the end of the day, uh, Bill Gates beat Steve Jobs at his own game, right? And uh, it's interesting because the, the movie fucking Apple's outselling Microsoft tenfold. Well, here's the thing: Apple originally their interface, the the whole Windows interface, what we know as Windows, which was originally Apple's interface that supposedly Windows stole. Um, it was originally Xerox's. Xerox had it as an interface, for, a physical interface for their printers. Like okay. you press the buttons, and there was like that was kind of the Windows interface. And and uh, Steve Jobs realized the value in it, even though the company Xerox didn't. And he kind of stole it to them at a fraction. Of, he bought it from them at a fraction of the cost because they didn't know the value of the product. And and then he de- he copied it and developed it and made it better. And that's from there. That's where uh, Bill Gates then stole it from him. Because he worked for him, because he was working for him at the time, and he developed and he basically made his own version of the code, and that created made Windows, right? But anyway, the, the important thing is the fact that like it's it, 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 this the movie ends with uh, a very ominous note where essentially Bill Gates has become bigger, like the, the bigger at that point. This was was the rise of Windows, right? Because this movie came out around 1999, and Windows was you know Microsoft had dominated Apple, and Apple was on the verge of bankruptcy. The irony, of course, being that. Single-handedly, Steve Jobs brings Apple back. Yeah, like in their mid nineties. Like it? I mean, you know, they say arguably he invented the 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 MP3 player. Like the MP3 player Obviously. was was well, no, there were MP3 players before the iPod, but the iPod was the first. Like it was it was almost as if the evolution, right? It was like the first bacteria that you know you got the the fish, and then they're like that mud skipper, and the iPod was the first creature that was walking on land out of, that, <laughs> out of those designs. The evolution of interestingly well, enough, that's the thing. They you wouldn't have by a- taking away stuff though, because like the original. Uh, 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 MP3 players really like they. You could just dump music into them and play them. You didn't have that stupid interface. Yeah. But it turns out that the interface was what made it work the best. Yeah. No, you're right. Because I remember, like, as soon as you said, uh, as soon as I said there was MP3 players before the iPod. You're right. I remember having one. It was a little fucking small thing like this, and you literally just uploaded MP3 files yeah. to it. And I remember like how you switched you songs. You had stuff, to, yeah, yeah, you had to turn the thing yeah. in order to switch the song. Beep, but, you know, beep, it, beep. it's something to say about a user interface UI. Mm. I mean, it's it, 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 if you can create if you can create a product that is easy to use and you don't have to explain it to your grandmother and they can figure it out themselves. I mean, you've got money there, right? It's, no, you've got uh, success. Accessibility, accessibility. No, it's very true. Anyway, so anyway, well, Steve one Jobs thing, passed. The one thing I didn't know is that Steve Jobs actually owned fucking Pixar. 
Yeah, yeah, he developed it. During the heyday. Like, yeah. during the fucking Toy Stories, the, mm-hmm. the Finding Nemo is like, right up until he sold it to Disney for, like, a, a trillion fucking dollars. Yeah, a like, bunch of money. Uh, it was an unreal uh, part, amount of part money. Of his, uh, part of his thing with Pixar, though, was he... Uh, he, you know, he, as a fuck you to Canada, I guess, he uh, stole employees from mainframe productions. That's actually part of the reason why Reboot, you know how the yeah, seasons yeah. were all sporadic? Mm. Their staff was being stolen by Pixar, which, you know, it's, who would turn down a job I was going to say, Pixar? you're stealing talent. It's not necessarily a fuck you to Canada. It's, I'm sure if there was talent in fucking Britain, yeah, but I mean, it, like, it just goes to show the Canadian and uh, American uh, television industry. Uh, oh, uh, what I was going to, oh, or movie industry, sorry. What it was, uh, the other thing I was going to mention is uh, Sister Cast. They, they came back with the two parter. <laughs> Segway's uh, just all over the place. Robocop versus the Nazis. No, the, the transition was uh, on the fact that our, my good friends, uh, my good friends, it's like, they're my best friends, though. Um, <laughs> film friends. Hey, film friends. <laughs> Hooray. Excelsior. Uh, Tyler McIntyre and John Negropontis, um, they, came up to uh, the Edmonton International Film Festival with their film uh, films Secret Identity and I believe uh, the uh, Soldier's Game the Soldier's Game was it oh the Debt Collector didn't oh no because that was either yeah. involved in. and, and anyone that was at the Interplay Film Festival they already saw see these look movies and they're we fucking amazing we had top billing uh, Edmonton International Film Festival movies screened before yeah, EIFF that's right so fuck those guys that's right <laughs> IFF all the way <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Uh, no, no, no. Bitterness just came out. I didn't expect you to go Nighthawks with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, speaking of Nighthawks, here's your time to shine. What's, what's going on in the world oh, right. of the Hawks? Uh, so this the Hawks is what I call it. The Hawks. This, uh, this month, Nighthawks is going to be screening at two uh, locations. On, I believe, the 14th, it'll be screening in uh, Duluth, uh, Georgia. Uh, which is just a few kilometers away from Atlanta. It's so funny because they're promoting it as an Atlanta event, even though it's a town over. But um, it's uh, <laughs> a as town. The, you make it as sound part like of the urban. I've been to these cities. These are amazingly big cities. Urban Media Makers Film Festival, and uh, for and it's going to be also be screening in New York City on the nineteenth of NYC, October. baby. Yeah, uh, as part of the New Filmmakers New York, which sucks because I want to go. Uh, because they want to interview me about it. It's like, why is this movie so bad? <laughs> well, no, why can't they call you on the phone? What? No, because they want to do the video interview because they want to upload it to YouTube because that's what they do. They, they, they put the interviews on YouTube. <laughs> I wish I could go. I really wish. <laughs> you just go in my stead. <laughs> Tito, yes, right here. <laughs> I created this. I am Tito Gillen. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> they serve a lot of good food in Canada. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so Nighthawks is doing the festival circuit. Yeah, and so uh, playing her. with toys is going to be screening in November in uh, uh, all over New England, actually, and uh, it has a chance to win an award. Actually, fucking so, a. Well, we'll talk more about that once we get into the November podcast. I didn't want to announce it too too far off from the dates, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's getting close to the end of its festival run. I think I still need to hear from about a dozen film festivals, but I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, my whole goal with it was uh, if I can get three three solid laurels, I'll be happy, and uh, I think I've achieved that. So you already got them. Yeah, um, the um, it would be nice to get more, but whatever. Just whatever. fill up the whole poster. You can't even just see anything else. Just nothing but laurels. <laughs> yeah, just fake laurels. <laughs> screen. We can at, start make some. Sh- we can make some shit up. Screened at the the, the Mac Theater <laughs> at at the Gillen Residence. <laughs> um, so what I was gonna say though is the other thing I was gonna mention is. Uh, the uh, oh right so John and Tyler sorry I got derailed there John and Tyler uh, they were up here for the EIFF and you got you guys have seen the movies those that attended um, the the film uh, the Interplay Film Festival 
and uh, they made an announcement. Their their next project is actually going to be uh, based on Mark Twitchell, which is uh, the serial killer in 2008. That well, serial killer, quote unquote. The, I was gonna say, the only guy who made a movie, yeah. and and killed someone, <laughs> like about a movie about killing someone and then killed someone in the manner of the movie. So I mean, um, it's very interesting because there was a lot of backlash about that. Like it was all over the CBC News, about yeah. it, and it's like, oh, filmmakers, blah blah blah. You know, they're they're, they're they're disrespecting or they're glamorizing what he's doing, right? Well, it's not so much glamorizing is because I remember there was a lot of fucking hype around this, like with Alpha Dog, like how it was literally like the court trial wasn't even completed yet for the guy that actually murdered the kid, right? Yeah, and they were saying about how can you glamorize? Uh, well, interesting if you if you listen to the podcast, really, you uh, if if people are listening to this and they feel uh, uh, emotional about it or they, interested uh, and interested about it. Go to the Robocop versus the Nazis webpage and check out part one and two of the interview. And they're really nice guys. And they're from Alberta. So I honestly feel uh, I, I feel uh, good about the fact that it's actually Alberta filmmakers that are telling it. Because essentially, these are the, this is a guy we all met. I mean, it's it's weird. He was you at, met Twitchell. Well, I mean, he was at the events that we w- we attended. Like we were like he's Seriously? he's about our age. Like he was yeah. It's, so it's, take us through like people that don't know what fuck what is Twitchell because what is Twitchell? What is what the Twitchell? No, because like, you, you got a title for a movie right there too. Twitch. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Just reminds me of fucking uh, uh, Francis Ford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who wants no, to see a movie with too. those fucking weird? Yeah, everyone put on your masks. <laughs> I'm like, he's lost his mind. The because uh, I recognize the name, but I had to go into the background of. So figure what out happened what this was, was he about. was he was a filmmaker out of Edmonton, and interestingly enough, he started making movies about the same time that me, myself, and all these other guys were making movies. Um, maybe a few years before, and uh, he was a big Star Wars guy. Like apparently, he made like some Star Wars fan films. They weren't very good from what i understand really and he'd, he'd attend the, these same functions like he'd be at the edmonton international he'd, he'd compete in in the contest etc and i mean like I, I never knew him directly but i knew of him and i knew he was amongst the the, the social circles i mean not my social circle obviously it's like <laughs> hey where are you going mark um <laughs> you're gonna hang on your garage tonight all right give me a call tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, yeah, but it's just interesting because like that's uh, the quote from John Negroponte's that was taken out of, out of context. Is he said, "Well, I mean, uh, we." Uh, John says he's like, "Well, we decided to go to film school in Los Angeles, and he decided to murder someone." <laughs> like, how can you take that? How can you take that out of context? Well, he didn't mean it as bluntly <laughs> as it came across, but I mean, I think it'll be an interesting project. I mean, uh, Tyler, I, uh, Tyler, uh, to his credit, is a very meticulous filmmaker. He, he's a very good writer. Uh, he he will never be the first one to admit it, but. Um, uh, and I think he'll treat the subject matter very well, and mm-hmm. and, and you know it's all about the story, right? So I'm, I'm interested to see I'm, I'm interested to see uh, the development of that project actually. And and if uh, if Tyler's listening, I'd uh, like to crew for you. <laughs> I mean, if uh, I, I've crewed I've crewed with him before, he's a great guy to work with. And uh, this is my resume. Please, please hire me. <laughs> I work for free. <laughs> Doesn't bother emailing or anything like that. Just yeah. podcast podcast. You're here first, uh, Tyler. Uh, Totsky and Tito want to crew for you for Twitchell. <laughs> Twitch. I can. I can. Twitch. Uh, I'm pitching you the title right I'm now. Twitch. Twitch. Unless you've already thought of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, that's definitely some good shit. So yeah, the Edmonton International Film Festival. So a lot of stuff, on. right? I, I yeah. mean, uh, it's film festival season right now. It's in full swing, and it usually t- dissipates around November, December, right? And then we get into literally the Oscar the, season. The, well, exactly, Oscar season. Red right? save for Oscar. Red, yeah, yeah, that's uh, the big thing. Uh, Nighthawks for Oscar. <laughs> Night Consideration for short. Playing with toys. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, uh, fucking I'm not really this delusional. Ford Mac would love to see us <laughs> on the fucking Oscar stage, man. Yeah. The um, October 28th, Recital Theater, movies. Red State Creep Show, 
then classic horror fuck, movie that's just trailers the beginning. and uh, indie horror movies, which are going to be awesome. Costume like, contest, really fun movies, costumes. I'm excited. Come in costume, man, because we're going to have, like I said, Snapwood Buffalo is going to be there. Come get your picture taken. It's going to be posted all over the place, and it's going to be great. Yep. Tell your friends. Bring your friends. Uh, send us an email. Show at ymmpodcast.com. Twitter at ymmpodcast. And uh, check out the Horror Movie Countdown. Fa- uh, Facebook.com slash ymmpodcast. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited. Tito's excited. Uh, we got one more show until then. So okay. Sounds good. It's going to be a great time. So for YMN Podcast, uh, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. We'll see you next set. YMN Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>